The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Hi, I'm Sandra Reich, and I'm super excited for the launch of Straight Talk and really excited to let the Straight Talk begin. Before we start, I just want to mention that you can call in anytime at 1-866-472-5791 if you have any questions. And I have to start by saying how incredibly honored and excited I am to have a very special guest who's agreed to interview me. I can hardly believe it. She's a superstar, brilliant, beautiful, Kristen Eichel. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about her. She's an author, she's a yogi, she's a hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and much, much more. She has six yoga DVDs. I could hardly believe this. She's just written a book on planning for success. I want to hear all about that, Kristen. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this on my first show. Sandra, I'm so excited to be here with you as you sort of dip your toes in the water and help all <laughs> of us learn sort of how to get the straight talk on making our relationships sing. It's certainly an honor to talk to you as well, and I know that you have a wealth of experience. So let me just start by asking, please, why are we, why are we having this radio show? How are you going to use your wealth of experience to support all, all of our relationships? Well, you know, it's so funny when I first met you, you're such a, you're, you're right to the point, Kristen, and you were asking me, you were saying that you really believe everyone has a superpower, and I thought that was such a smart question. So you really made me wonder, you know, how do I express that? What is my superpower? So my superpower is that when I work with people, I'm able to zone in on the problem quickly and give them the answer straight. So I've seen the same kinds of patterns show up in relationships and in life traps over and over again. So my hope is by having a radio show that will allow people to present their problems, to give them a straight answer that they can take away with a strategy right away and change their lives. You know, that's really useful because we all have very important relationships that we want to cultivate and support, and none of those relationships really starts without that sort of center point within ourselves. So what would you speak to about people who kind of really want to begin with that place of how do I cultivate that personal and powerful relationship with myself? Well, I think that that's, again, a good question. Step one, what I've learned in my own life, because everything I teach is something I've applied in my own life, and I really feel I've lived on both sides, sort of the side that was a bit of a mess and the side that's quite wonderful. And I think one of the first steps is to thyself be true, is to understand yourself and tell yourself the truth, even when the truth isn't pretty. Now, we're not always good at that, but the moment we start to tell ourselves the truth and we develop sort of that love relationship with ourselves, 
everything else will change. I mean, I often am known for saying that the love outside you is directly proportionate to the love you give yourself. So people want love, but then they don't treat themselves well. So we want to start with people learning about who they are and being true to themselves instead of feeling ashamed of their different quirks. We all have quirks. You know, it's really true that you said that. I love how you phrase that. It really is true to thine own self. Be true because if, and it's so funny, I said this literally last night to my class, if you want to feel more love in your community, you cannot feel that love coming to you unless you feel it. If you don't know yes. what love feels like, how are you going to feel it if anybody's giving it to you? And yeah. you're exactly right that that is the starting point of any powerful relationship. Yeah, and it's and also I love the... that you start with that within yourself that you can then support that with your community because you know firsthand. Yeah, so maybe the first thing people can think about is what I like to teach people is that everyone in your life that you've brought into your life is a direct reflection of you. So that's a little shocking when people hear that, especially if they have some people in their life that are not really abundant or bringing them what they want. You got to look at that because they're all mirrors of parts of you. So I've got to be curious if I'm entering a whole bunch of people in my life who are not working towards my greater good. What does that say about me? It says something. It's exactly true. And, and I remind my clients, I'm like, look at the people in your life. You are who you surround yourself with. And if your life is you know, Nobel Prize winners and people building something really powerful in the world that they're inspired and impassioned by versus people who lay on the sofa and play video games with their hand in their pants all day. Uh, it's a little bit of a different community right there. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. I was looking you uh, looking up some of the information on what you're up to these days, and I, I noticed you use the words transform, transformational awareness. I'm wondering if that's a similar concept to what I'm talking about here. It sounds like it is because I think that the way that you're using it is really about when we transform ourselves, we take the form that we are in. There's nothing wrong with the form that we are, but we literally either turn it inside out or bring it up to the light or in some way expose a deeper aspect of that. We become richer within our own selves who we are without needing any outside tools or tricks. We already are that. We just have to remember that. Yeah, exactly. And I love what you're saying because it really, it gives the onus of control onto you, which sometimes is scary, but my God, I love the idea of being able to change my life that I have a say in that. And that's what I want all people to know. You have a say in the quality of your life. Absolutely. And not only that, goddess, but you are beholden to stand up in your life. Yes, yes. Yes, and that is actually, it seems like, Kristen, you and I think very similarly, because otherwise you end up in a victim mentality. And I mean, that's one of the topics that's going to come up in upcoming shows is the role of the victim. And the victim, as long as you're buying into the fact that, you know, poor me and life's been cruel to me, and life often is cruel to people, you have no way out of that. And I, I, you know, I worked, I think I told you when we spoke, I worked in the bar business for 22 years. It was really where I say I got my psychology training. And it really taught me the possibilities of reaching for the stars, which is one of my favorite sayings, is that everyone has the possibility to reach for the stars, no matter what your childhood was like. And I'm all about that. And I'm all about the fact that by reaching for the stars in your life, you're transforming the lives of your children. And um, children are, you know, it's an important thing for parents to do their work so children don't have to suffer the same wounds as the parents. You know, and that's really beautiful. I love that you're saying that. And and that is a very powerful lineage to pay attention to. And that when our clients, our community get to remember that their parents literally only gave them 
whatever it is that they had to give. They weren't necessarily withholding tools from no, you. No. They didn't have them. And right. we as the new generation of grown-ups passing it on to our children, as she so beautifully said, get to incorporate new tools that we can yeah. then inform ourselves with, heal ourselves with, and actually thank our parents for those challenging lessons that we had to go through. Even, look, you and I both know there's some ugly lessons that people have to learn. But when we overcome our fear about them and our limitation about them, we get to see that it's actually been part of why we get to shine now. Yeah, well, you've said that very beautifully, actually, because I think what you're saying is that by us changing and choosing a different path, we're not only changing our lives, we're breaking the cycle of dysfunction and changing the lives of future generations. And that's pretty powerful and exciting. So if we come back to the radio show, like men, straight talk with Sandra Reich, if we can reach people and get them to realize the power they have, wow, that's nirvana for me. Well, you started a revolution. Look at that. <laughs> well, I hope. I hope. I hope. It sounds like so we think So where would you like similarly. this beautiful show to take you, Sandra? Well, you know, again, if I can have people calling in, if I can have people, and I, I do have some guests lined up, coming in and discussing these traps that show up in life, there are a series of traps that show up for people time and time again. So at this point, I was a bartender for 22 years. I've been in the psychology field for 15 years, and I started observing people when I was 10. As a matter of fact, in my family, the story was that when I was two years old, I was standing on the crib looking outside at the street of watching people. So it clearly was my calling. So, And what I've observed is that we're actually more alike than we're different. We have the same patterns. So where I'd like to take it is those common traps that I've seen and help people to get out of it. Whether we're talking boundaries and consequences, whether we're talking anxiety, whether we're talking the dance of relationships, which is a complicated dance, or parenting. I mean, we don't get manuals on these things, Kristen. So it's, it's really not fair because we're going into a blind, but there's a lot of research we know that can make all the difference. We're seeing a new generation of anxious kids like I've never seen before in my life. It's just unbelievable. So a little, a little thought here that you're saying that we're not, we're not born with manuals, and you're absolutely right. The beautiful thing, though, is that because we're not born with manuals, we get to write our own. Yeah. That, and you know what we you're saying? Our own. And you're saying something that I really preach is that your manual doesn't have to be the same as mine. And right. you know, I always tell my clients, if there's one rule book, I didn't get it in the mail. I didn't get the yeah. same rule book as you. And so we have to understand people live by different rule books, and that's okay. And that's actually, I think, a, a benefit because yeah. we then get to learn from each other's experience. When it becomes less about, well, mine's right and yours is wrong or yours is upside down, or, and then it can become more about that sharing of information, like sharing notes in school, we all then get to benefit in your experience and your, and your expertise and your voice and certainly allowing this opportunity as this open venue for people to come in and share. It becomes this shared experience, and even if someone's journey is very different from someone else's. It's very powerful to speak into that because there is, as you said, some common thread that everyone can take with them and utilize. 
Yeah, and I think that you mentioned growth. I mean, if we live in a bubble and we want everyone to be like us, where is the growth? And this is what's happening a lot in marriage. I just came back from a couple retreat in Mexico. I was teaching there. And one of the things I was teaching is that your partner's differences allow you and your partner to grow. When you try to make your partner be exactly like you, there is no growth. But you see, we get caught up because we sort of feel like everybody should think like we do. And that's just not real realistic at all. No growth can come out of that. There's nothing wrong with people feeling, having a different viewpoint. And on Straight Talk with Sandra Risha, I'm certainly going to invite that. I, I don't expect any of these viewpoints to be shoved down people's throat. I think it's a dialogue and I think people have to take what's helpful and throw the rest in the garbage. Well, and that's really true too, is that each person is going to pull their own independent message about all of this wonderful stuff that you're going to be offering them. I think it's fantastic. So I know that we're going to be speaking about this when we come back from commercial, but you had mentioned that there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of sort of misconceptions, and I'd really like to hear more of your experience about, you know, how do we help our children who have a little bit of anxiety, or how do we help ourselves about feeling a sense of calm or anxiety? Would you be able to give us, in just maybe even 60 seconds or two minutes, just a little nugget that we can take home to sort of offer and implement immediately today about offering that relief? Yeah, Yeah, I'd love to. So, I mean, what I'd like you to do right now, everybody who's listening and yourself, is to picture the highway without stop signs or speed limits. And although some of us may say, wouldn't that be wonderful? Most of us would say that would be very anxiety provoking because it would be chaos. Now, when we raise our children, when we don't put clear boundaries, it's like a highway without a speed limit. So it's a little bit counterintuitive because when we love our kids, we want to make things easy on them. But the problem is if they don't have the stop signs, the traffic tickets, and the speed limits, it actually creates anxiety in them. They're not going to tell you that. that. Yeah, I, I love that right there. Let's hold it for just a moment, and we're going to invite people to call in. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. 
a fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Hey, it's so we're, Michael. Uh, sir. I'm here actually with Sandra Reich on her brand new show, Straight Talk. And before we went to commercial, Sandra was giving us this lovely image about anxiety and boundaries and speed limits and what it means in order to actually set appropriate boundaries for ourselves in order to alleviate anxiety. And I love that concept, Sandra. So let me hear more about that. Well, I think that if you really look at it, even from a sociological point of view, as many of us, myself included, are the daughter of immigrants. So I think the previous generation, there was a lot of authoritarian parents. So authoritarian parents led to a lot of anxious children. So what happened now is we've switched to something that is known in psychology as laissez-faire parenting, like let everything go. And what's happening is we're having more anxiety in kids than even authoritarian parents. So we don't want either of those approaches. So we don't want every two seconds that you're getting a traffic ticket. But when you're raising kids, if there are no traffic tickets for bad behavior, just like the highway, it will become chaotic. So I don't like getting a traffic ticket. But on the other hand, it reminds me that I got to do my stop sign. I got to be respectful, at least for a while. Unfortunately, as humans, we have the tendency to push boundaries. But that's why we need our parents and our friends and our coworkers to remind us gently but firmly that there are limits. I hear from parents all the time that they don't want to do the tough love with their kids and their kids. I just heard from a lady yesterday who told me her kid, 30-year-old kid is running the house. Well, there you go. We have a problem. So the problem isn't necessarily with the kid. The problem is how come there are no boundaries being put on the kid? Well, that's a really beautiful question, and it's and it's kind of like I mean I, I sort of liken it to um, to training a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have two kids. Look, I've got a ten year old daughter and a fourteen year old son. I absolutely adore my children. However, children need to be housebroken, just like you know the Labrador puppy does. You don't yeah. pee anywhere you want. You don't just get to eat everything that you want. You don't just get to litter things around and make nests in the you know the sofa. You have to, you know, train them to, in order to be housebroken. But you can do it with fun. You can do it with play. You can do it with joy. And I'm a big believer in catching somebody doing something right. And yeah. that beautiful, positive reinforcement. It's that positive boundary instead of chasing them, nagging them like, oh, my God, you're this horrible person. But rather reminding them that that was really beautiful. You just totally put your shoes away without me even asking. It gives that child a sense of belonging to the family, a sense of connection to the community, and a sense of, oh, my gosh, you saw that? Thank you for reminding yeah. me that you saw Yeah, that. it empowers the child. I mean, we raise our children, and afterwards they're going to have to go to jobs. And if they don't show up yeah. to their jobs, they're not going to get paid. So to allow children to, you know, just do anything they want is not doing any service to them as parents. And I love what you're saying about, you know, Instead of going the negative way, uh, we know through research that reinforcing is still a more positive way. So reward charts. And like I know in our household, we like to do a lot of appreciations. My husband and I will do appreciations. And my kids have picked up on it. And they're walking around saying, Mom, I just want to tell you I appreciate. So that's that's the kind of thing that they feel good about themselves. There's, you know... They're learning how to earn points in a positive way as opposed to getting attention, which is what they all seek 
in a negative way. And kids often act out to get attention, but you don't want to reward negative behavior with attention. You know, that's really sweet. I love that your kids come up and say that they appreciate things. And, and what, a, what a blessing to have children who understand what gratitude means. There's many grown-ups who don't actually have the feeling of what gratitude means. And that's beautiful that we can invite that into our next generation. Well, we have to start with the parents, though, and I often tell people to bring just the parents in because, example, you know, it is very beautiful that my kids do it, but again, they heard me and my husband doing it. So the parents play a huge role in terms of anxiety, and unfortunately, anxiety in kids is on a huge rise. I opened a clinic here in Montreal for adults only, and at this point, we're 49% kids. I never anticipated Mm -hmm. that. It's just so prevalent right now. Well, and also, I believe, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So you have appeared in your community, and you seem to have a proclivity to understanding this. I mean, your, your practice could very well have ended up with, you know, obesity and overeaters, if that yeah. would have been your strength, you know, so right. you, you have a particular strength towards this, and I think that parents find that valuable, that you're able to, to speak to the entire family. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just so much also on research, and I think this leads me into one of the email questions I just got, is that there's so much research we know on anxiety that's just unfortunately not out in the mainstream. You were asking, you know, why straight talk with Sandarish? It personally bothers me that when I became a therapist, I learned a lot of stuff that I thought, why do I only learn this because I'm a therapist? Everybody should know this. An example here is I've got James from Ottawa asking, he says, I attended one of your workshops on anxiety, and you talked about the relationship between anger and anxiety or something about emotions and anxiety. Can you say a bit about this? So, I mean, that's a very big thing because the way um, anger works in your body is it actually works on the same nervous system as anxiety. So that means that if you're a person who's not great at anger and you repress your anger, the symptom that's going to show up most likely is anxiety. So we have to be curious about what you're not expressing emotionally. And don't forget, 50 years ago in psychology, we thought emotions were weakness. We now know emotions are your guidance system. We absolutely need emotions. So we have to encourage. So I have young kids and they get mad. It's not always convenient for me, but we've got to encourage that they express what they're feeling. I'm not going to allow them to punch a window, but they certainly need to be able to express what frustrates them. It doesn't mean we're going to give in to them, but it certainly means that the expression of anger will immunize people against anxiety, including my kids and everyone else's. You know, that's really very powerful what you're saying, and I think that it's, it's, it's also very important to recognize that our emotions, if left untended, will turn into something else within the body, within our, within our beingness. And it can turn into a, a dis-ease and imbalance and unwellness. It can turn into a psychological, you know, malfunction. Absolutely. And so really correctly identifying the root of where it comes from, it also then alleviates all the host of other little, little seedlings that it has sprouted in our lives. And I guess that shows up a lot in the work you do. So I guess you also point out to people what's underneath the symptom. Um, from what I read about you, it seems to me that you're doing that kind of work as well. Well, I, thank you. I do believe that it's really true because, and I like to, I work a lot in visual metaphors. So if you imagine anybody's ever grown mint in the garden, mint is a wonderful herb in the garden. You can make tea with it. You can cook with it, a whole bunch of other stuff. And mint is also very good for keeping spiders away, by the way. However, if you trim <laughs> mint, she gets bushier. She gets bushier and bushier and bushier. So if you're just trimming it, trimming it, trimming it, it's only going to send runners out to other places of the garden and take over. It becomes pernicious. 
And we have anxieties and symptoms and feelings and resentments that all we do is kind of trim the very edges of it and sort of lightly talk about it and do this sort of top-level work. But if we want to really eradicate that sense of resentment or that sense of injustice or that sense of guilt, we have to do the deep digging and find out where that moment is when we were four years old at the birthday party when something happened, we felt humiliated, and now all of a sudden we're resentful. But we don't attribute it necessarily to that moment. We attribute it to a hundred other moments that look like they might have been, but all, actually those other hundred of other moments were only stimulating factors to keep re-stimulating the originating factor. Oh, my God, you're brilliant. I mean, that's exactly... That right? It's totally true. And, and, and the you minute know what? you get that, it's you're like, free. oh, my gosh. And then all the other ones then magically melt away. It's beautiful. And we are these very powerful organizing machines. Our brains are so well organized into how to find this information. And if we just go back and find that moment, we can alleviate a host of other symptoms that look like they're separate, but are actually all links in the same golden chain. Well, you know, you're right on it because uh, there's a famous saying that says those who forget the past are condemned to relive it because our past will tell us so much about ourselves. And the thing is, I often tell clients, it's another Sandraism, if you will, is that in order to not be a victim, you have to be a victim. And that sounds very strange. So let me explain it to you. Is if you've been victimized in your childhood, bad things have happened, most people will say, I'm over it. But what's happening is if they haven't worked through it, instead what happens is they keep inviting in the same victim victimization over and over again. So you have to actually go back, allow yourself to go into fetal position, cry, work through it to able to cross over into empowerment. You cannot skip that step. So I completely agree with you. Thank you for allowing people to actually have their process. It's so important. So you know, important. It looks like we have a caller named Maria in Montreal. Do you want to find out what she's got to offer to the conversation? Sure. I'd love that. Hi, Maria. Hi. Hi. I'm actually, I, I am loving this conversation you ladies are having. Oh, yeah? I'm a, yeah, really, really. I'm actually really interested in, in your talk about boundaries and children. Mm. Okay. I'm a new mommy. Mm. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. She's, a, she's our love. Mm. Um, I, I come from a family of sacrifice and burnout. Like my parents were always doing everything, over-functioning. I see them do it with my baby all the time. Mm-hmm. So what I find myself thinking about is like doing a lot for her, but remembering that I can't violate my boundaries too much. And I, thought, I was wondering if you guys could touch upon that a little bit, like parental boundaries, because I'm kind of lost in it all. So like I... I want to do everything for her, but I know that I can't burn myself out. Oh, wow. I get the feeling, Sandra, and I could do a whole show just on this topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm busting here. I've got a lot to say. Um, Kristen, do you want to start or, or do you want me to start this one? You know, first of all, Goddess, let me just say congratulations. Secondly, Maria, you are absolutely right. Your boundaries as her mother are sacrosanct, and you need to honor yourself for what they are. Your daughter is your responsibility, beginning, end, that's what it is, Okay. You are the yeah, mother. I, pre- I, I appreciate I that because I, I, I yeah, kind, of, totally kind of learning this and knowing this, and it's so hard to apply, you know. Honor that know. knowing. The second thing is, Maria, your daughter, if you raise correctly, you raise her to not need you. Can you say that? Uh, allow yourself to train her to be independent, mm. strong, curious, 
safe being, and you will have done your job beautifully. I'm going to add into that two pieces of research very relevant here. Number one, the number one thing that kids want from their parents are happy parents. So self-sacrificing parents mm-hmm. aren't ha- They eventually do burnouts. So, and unfortunately, kids naturally are narcissistic. So they assume if mommy doesn't look happy, it's their fault. The other thing is, I agree with Kristen, is the resilience factor. And I think this is where a lot of parents go wrong, is they sort of encourage their kids to be very dependent on them. Because it feels good, and I totally get that. It feels very good when my son says he totally needs me. But the problem is, Kristen's right, our job is to prepare them for life and to prepare them for resilience. And to do that, we have to let them go through some stuff. So Maria, you're, you're, you mm-hmm. sound like a very loving mother, but you got to take care of mom first. There's no question about it. You give your child a gift if you choose mom first. You know I'm big. Kristen, maybe you don't know this, but my whole staff and anyone I know knows I'm big on the airplane. You put the oxygen mask on you first. And there's a Woo-hoo, reason for that. That is the oh, truth. I Did you love that, that metaphor. <laughs> That's a fantastic metaphor. Well, good. Wow. I'm glad. No, that, maybe yeah. It makes, Maybe that, that will answer things. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, <laughs> Maria, thank you so much for that call. Blessings to you and your family. And make sure you thank call you. back in and tell us, you know, in a little while how you're all doing. I, I, yeah, I definitely will. Thank you so much. Thanks, Maria. Excellent. We're going to go to break right now. Sandra, when we come back, gosh, what an awesome opportunity to talk to your callers. I hope you're going to get a lot more people to talk in. How fun is that? It's so fun. It's a dream come true, and you're very much part of it. So thank you, Kristen. Thank you. All right, let's go to break. We'll come back in just a minute. Straight Talk with Sandra Reed. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. 
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Hi, Welcome we're back. back. Great so, talk with Sandra Reich. Yeah. It's Chris and I go and Sandra here. <laughs> so nice. So um, we just had that great call from Maria about boundaries, and we were just starting to talk about some of the topics that are going to be tackled on Straight Talk with Sandra So I think we hit a little bit on the anxiety, which there's so much more to say about, again, the role of emotions and anxiety and boundaries and consequences. So I'm going to do shows fully on those. I'm also planning to go, I don't know if these topics are things that interest you, Kristen, as well, on this trap of victimization versus empowerment. This seems to be very common common struggle for people. You know, I love that. And that's actually one of the things that I speak about a lot is how do we empower ourselves? And that's what you were actually talking about in our first segment was really that sense of of loving ourselves, honoring ourselves, empowering ourselves to motivate that energy in our lives. And, And what a beautiful topic to bring to people. I think that people are excited to learn how they can really feel that sense of empowerment within them instead of looking to the outside satisfaction, which always kind of leaves you a little bit hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, step one on that again, we'll do a whole show on that is that I think we often forget that we have choice. Now, the thing is, we don't always have great choices. I admit that sometimes you're torn between two choices and none of them are great. But the fact that you have a choice is empowering. We must always remember that we always have a choice, not necessarily a good choice, but a choice. (laughs) And it's funny that you say, sometimes it's not always an awesome choice, no. but it's still a choice. That being said, even within do you choose the lady or the tiger, you then get to choose how you feel about the lady yes. or the tiger. Oh, that's so true. There's so much psychological research on that from people like Viktor Frankl, who was in the dyers of World War II in a concentration camp. Yes. And he chose to... Instead, he felt they could take everything from him, but they couldn't take the power of choice of how he interprets his events. So perception is reality. We choose how we're going to look at our life. And if you want your life to go better, you got to start looking for the lemonade in the lemons. And I have to tell you, there were a lot of lemons in my life in my earlier years. And that's what turned it all around for me. I did the lemon for a while. I did the victim pity party for a while. That didn't work so good. Moving into looking at how can I turn my lemons into lemonade changed my entire life. So I'm really big on that topic, really into it. Well, it absolutely does. And not only does it change your outlook on life and change, of course, your relationships and who you then attract into you, but it also changes your physical well-being, a body that is in a happier skin. It metabolizes its food better. It exercises better. It sleeps better. It eliminates toxins better. You live a more healthful lifestyle simply by being a more positive, upbeat person. Yeah, it affects your immune system, all of it, because don't forget that adrenaline and cortisol is shutting down your immune system. And I always say when you get an anxiety symptom, you're actually lucky because a physical symptom could be the beginning of cancer. Anxiety is warning you that you're not paying attention to something that's going on inside of you. I see we have a call, though, from an Andrea. Should we check what's going on for Andrea? Ooh, I'd love to hear that. Yes, Mm. welcome, Andrea. Hi. Hi. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Hi, Sandra. First, I just want to say I'm so happy that you're doing this show. I've, I've read your book. I'm a big fan of yours, and I'm just so happy that I have this opportunity to listen to you more often. So oh, thank that's you. so nice of you to say. <laughs> thank you, Andrea. 
Well, okay, so I wanted to ask, you, you were talking a lot about um, boundaries and consequences, and I, I, I think that it's really important, and I do try to, you know, maintain boundaries in my life, but I have a hard time, I find, because sometimes I care a lot about what other people think. Right. And I know you're supposed to, you know, you don't care about people's opinion, doesn't matter, but I have a hard time actually putting that into practice. And I'm just wondering if you have any advice on how someone might go about doing that. Well, I love your question. So thank you so much for calling on that. And I'm glad you read my book because the book had a lot to do with the traps mm-hmm. that women fall into. And women are particularly bad at this because we're yeah. socialized to take care of others. So we're in quite the dilemma mm-hmm. is if our job is to take care of others, one thing you cannot do is be a caretaker and have a boundary at the same time. That is physically impossible, psychologically and physically mm-hmm. impossible. So therein is the, the dilemma. So we have to decide if we want to be caretakers to the exclusion of our own personal boundaries, that's the beginning of the end in relationships. Because when you're taking care of other people, who's taking care of you? Mm-hmm. And who do caretakers attract? Any, do either of you have an idea of who caretakers attract? People, needy people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, pe- and boundary violators because they're very right. happy to have you take care of them. So to yeah. me, I'm a professional caretaker, but I also have to know when I have to draw the line and be true to myself. So we're, we don't want to confuse caretaking with kindness. So I really do want to say that please, Andrea, don't lose the kindness. Kindness is good, mm-hmm. but caretaking to the exclusion of your boundaries is dysfunctional. And mm-hmm. I often say to people, does what is the secret wish of every caretaker? To be loved. To be taken care of, actually. To be taken care of. And yeah. you know what's so ironic? The more you take care of others, the less you take care of yourself. It's very unlikely you're going to get taken care of because they're thinking you're fine. You're busy taking mm-hmm. care of them. So True. we can be loving and kind, but we can't ever throw out our boundaries because respect in relationships of all kinds is not negotiable. Okay. You know, Sandra, that's yeah. really powerful of what you said. And Andrea, I love that you asked that question because I know a lot of people probably find themselves in that same place of how do I mm-hmm. give to my community, my loved ones, my family, my friends, what have you. And still, how do I maintain that strength within myself? And that's such a powerful conversation. But Andrea, just if you remember that whenever you give of yourself to another, when you give that gift of your time, your service, your endeavor to take care of your children, your family, your, your, your partnerships, whatever, mm-hmm. you rob them of the opportunity mm-hmm. to give to you if you do yeah. not allow the same. Well and said, well said. It is. Yeah. When you give of yourself to them and how great you feel by giving to them, whether it's making them dinner or taking them places or doing certain kind things, as she was saying, mm. kindness. But when you allow them that same opportunity, you are giving them respect as well as giving yourself respect. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and kindness and caretaking don't feel the same way, by the way. When you're doing a kind act, you feel empowered. When you're caretaking, you start to feel your pockets are getting empty and you oh, start to feel so resentful. True. Yeah. Yeah. Resentful, 100%. Yeah. 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 Great Great question. Thank you you very much. Thanks so much much for calling in. Thank you for having the show. I'm going to be listening all the time. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. So that was a great question. It's a beautiful question. And so many people get that because, you know, they are caretakers either of children or of family members or what have you. But but really, truly, it's mostly important, as you're saying, take care of oneself. To thine own self be true. Again, it keeps coming back to that point. If your well is dry, you have nothing to the others. 
Yes, that is, again, the oxygen mask. And that's the problem. Even as a therapist, I have many therapists working at my clinic. They want to give and give and give. And that's why therapists have such a burnout rate. And the thing is, if you don't draw the line, because, you know, clients can start calling you at home and, you know, you, we're in the caregiving <laughs> profession. You with them all. No, but they, they, they mean well. And I, you know, my heart goes. I want to give and give and give. But the problem is eventually I'll become resentful of my clients and I'm of no use to them. I'm of no use to my own family. So you have to have the boundaries. There's no way out with boundaries. We all need boundaries. And I bring it back again to your stop sign on the street. No stop signs. Stop signs equals chaos. No boundaries equals chaos. You know, and but it also goes back to what we were just talking about before with the mother and the family lines as well, is that if we are not empowering community, our clients, our families, to think for themselves, to reason for themselves, and to find their own way to feel that strength within them, we allow them to vampire off of us. We well, that was, you are just, you are just right on it because that leads to one of my other favorite topics, which is enabling. Because Ooh, what happens. There we go. Perfect yeah. segue, Sandra. Oh, man. Well, you brought me there, honey. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is basically if they're, if we're not allowing them to do their work by because we want to caretake them, then enabling starts to go on. I mean, it is unfortunately in human nature, if someone wants to do everything for you, you're going to start to underfunction. The other person's going to start to overfunction and you're going to have a partner or a child or a friend who's underfunctioning and you're in the slippery slope of enabling. And this shows up in all sorts of addictive relationships where there's an addiction problem and all sorts of relationships. And I tell people all the time, the moment one's over-functioning and the other one's under-functioning, we got trouble. We got trouble. Both of them are going to suffer. The over-functioner will become resentful. The under-functioner is going to feel like, I must be pathetic that someone has to take care of me like this, so why bother trying? Well, that's really, that's really very truthful in, in that sense of, of seeing ourselves as pathetic and, and under-functioning, as you use that word. It's... Um, it does become a trap because then we start to limit ourselves in ways that are, are just snowball, just yeah. snowball. It's hard, though, because you, when you see someone struggling, be it a partner or a child, our natural inclination is to want to help. But sometimes you have to just take a deep breath, sit back, and and tell yourself, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And, you know, especially when you have the answer, it's so tempting to want to give them the answer. But they just, it's like I always compare it to, again, the, uh, you know, the caterpillar and the butterfly metaphor. Yeah. The caterpillar yeah. has to push his way out of the cocoon to become a butterfly. You can't help the caterpillar. The caterpillar has to do our work, and our children have to go through those tough moments too. Yeah, they really do. That's how they become resilient, and that's how they become very good solvers. If we just give people the answer, then they're not able to think with their sideways intelligence. I really like to offer those opportunities of how could you look at the same problem or the same approach from a 100 different perspectives and find alternative ways to get exactly what you need, but maybe not on the same route. That's amazing. Actually, when we come back after the break, Kristen, I'd love to hear what you're up to these days so people can find you. I think we're about to go to commercial, though. Am I right? I think you are right. And yeah, let's come <laughs> back from that. That'd be super fun. I'm having such a great time talking with you. Guys, you're listening to Sandra Reich on Straight Talk. Make sure that you email her, call her in with your questions, because we really are excited to support this community. And that's why she's on this show. We'll talk to you in just a second.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back. My God, it's going fast. I'm loving it. Um, I have been so um, honored to have Kristen Eichel on my show today. And everything she's saying tells me that this is one fascinating woman. So I wondered myself, what is she up to these days? Kristen, where do people find you? and What are you doing these days? Well, you can find me, naturally, since our beautiful listeners are all over the world, you can find me online at www.kristineichel.com. And uh, you're welcome to email me through there, ask me any questions. It's my pleasure to support people. But one of the most sort of inspiring projects that I'm working on right now is I, I wrote a book called Planning for Success this summer. And I actually wrote it as a way for it to be an online course for people to participate in. But Ooh. what I've discovered is that I now also have these circles that meet at my house twice a week. We have a Tuesday group and we have a Wednesday evening group that just started last night. So people email, uh, not email, but come in online through this portal. I speak to them live. We also have the group since live because what I'm cultivating here, and you know this as well as anybody, that it is what we practice on a daily routine that becomes our new habit. Oh, so true, and- so true. Right, and each and every one of us say, oh, I want to do this, or I want to have that, or I want to have this be my goal. But if we don't dedicate ourselves in some small measure, and it could be five minutes a day, towards the alignment of ourselves with that goal or with that desire or with that outcome, then we start to forget, we procrastinate, we make excuses for why we couldn't go to the gym that day, and we didn't lose the 20 pounds. So I don't actually care what the goal or what the manifestation is that you're working on. But when you work on a concerted effort, towards the manifestation of that and you give yourself the opportunity and the self-respect 
for a few minutes or a few moments every day to remind yourself of what's paramount of your importance, you will, together with that intention, create it. And so that's why I created Planning for Success, and it's a six-week workshop planning device with a mudra, some sort of meditation or affirmation that you can use together with a journaling practice to really begin to hear yourself, where your strengths are, where you've sabotaged yourself, and where it is that you wish to attain your power. Well, that's so awesome because it's true. Day-to-day practice makes all the difference. Now, do they have to physically be there, and where are you? I'm in Calabasas, outside of Los Angeles, California. However, there are people that I have. Actually, I have somebody who's joining us from Toronto. I have clients who can join Ah, in online. Yeah. at the portal, and if you uh, go to, actually the portal is on www.learnitlive.com, and you look up my name, you'll see my workshops and my classes there, and it just becomes this lovely live opportunity, just like your fabulous show. You can call in, you can ask in, and you can be right in the moment with on-the-ground coaching to assist you in gathering your goals and manifesting them in real time. That's awesome. And I mean, you've heard Kristen here today. I would really recommend doing something like this because it really is a day-to-day operation. So if you're not working with someone right now and you'd like to, you know, take your goals to the next level, having that support and regular practice would be amazing. So I really hope uh, people will seriously sign up for that. And it's wonderful that they can do that without actually being there. You know, thank you, Sandra. I'll actually have to send you a copy because I think you'll get a kick out of it. And I would be interested to hear your perspective on, you know, how do we cultivate this mindfulness, this daily practice in all of our lives. And I know that part of that mindfulness and daily practice you're going to be giving people is part of this show. And obviously there are replays that people can listen in on. What kind of show topics do you have coming up for us in the future that we can look forward to? Well, okay, I want to talk about next week in particular. It's a very exciting show. I actually have a colleague of mine. We um, we produce some anxiety videos together, and she's an anxiety specialist like myself. So people are always wanting to know what the latest stuff is on treating anxiety. So we're going to go into what really anxiety is, what are the strategies to make your life better, and how to use your anxiety to your advantage, meaning that anxiety is really your body trying to talk to you. And how do you learn to listen to your body on that. So we're going to teach people things that they can take away right away to reduce anxiety. We now know that anxiety is the number one mental health challenge in North America. So we want to start fresh on that. She's absolutely dynamic like yourself. We're going to have a great conversation. Really would love people to call in, send their emails about that, and we're going to take it from there. Now, I want to go back to you for one second and just say that you got me a little excited there when you were talking about the mindfulness, and I would really love if you would come back and we can do another full hour on mindfulness because um, I want, I'm very into um, straight talk with research and mindfulness is a very researched uh, factor that changes people's lives and we're all very caught up in our lives so we often miss the moment so whether it's talking with you whether it's talking with the incredible Georgia Dow who will be with us next week it's talking about the fact that how do you make your life the best possible life you can and I'm, I'm, I'm very keen on that I have a few other things going on if you are in the Montreal area I'm also going to be talking um, on November 22nd at a stress management and health solutions fair which should be pretty cool it's on overcoming personal obstacles and deploying your 
fullest personal expression. So that's a mouthful. Basically, in my language, it's how do you live your best life? How do you take those obstacles, turn your lemons into lemonade? So that's going to be, that's on the website, which is helpforanxietydepression.com. You can see it on the Voice America site. And of course, we have our women's retreat, which I'd love to see you at. Uh, Kristen, I'm not going to lie, um, in January here in Quebec at a beautiful spa. So we'll talk more about that as time Ooh. goes on. Oh, that's a special one. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait to hear more about that. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. It's a special weekend. We do that one twice a year also to really, again, in like yourself, because you're into yoga and so am I, I feel that although I love my psychological practice, I feel when I do these getaways, it allows people to integrate stuff not in a cognitive-only place. Exactly. Example, anxiety people are very in their head. I need to get them to get in touch with their bodies too because the emotions are in the body and you can explain anything in your head, but we've got to to get to the emotional part of yourself and yoga and the mudras and all the things you're talking about are very much a part of that. So love oh, that Sandra, body that's mindset. so beautiful. What an awesome opportunity you're going to give to your community. That's really, really powerful. Yes, we'll look for more information on that on your site. And I know that you'll certainly be talking about in the next few weeks to come. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been an incredible um, joy, this first show. And I, 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 for anyone who's listening, I, this is just the beginning. I plan to cover the topics that people, um, have challenges with and are having difficulty finding the answers because sometimes they're just not getting the straight answer. So call in, email. We're definitely having Kristen back. She was absolutely amazing. She's brilliant. She understands the mind body connection. I can't thank you enough, Kristen. You just made my first show a spectacular experience. I'm extremely grateful grateful to you. Well, thank you, Goddess. And it's such an honor for me to work with anybody on this planet who literally puts a little box in the middle of the town square and stands up on it and says, hey, guys, let's talk about ways we can make our lives better. Because honestly, that's the planet I want to live on. I want to live on a planet with other people who are motivated from whatever their power, their mastery, their resource happens to be to stimulate the conversations that enliven and empower our communities. We have enough conversations that are the negative reinforcement, and it's really beautiful when we have these positive reinforcing conversations around. So, Sandra, thank you for inviting me into the community. I am so honored to work with you in any capacity. And to all of your listeners worldwide, may they continue to find inspiration on this network, on this channel, on this show with you, and call in with their beautiful experiences and allow you to give them the straight talk. Thank you so much, Kristen. And everybody, don't miss the brilliant and top psychotherapist, Georgia Dow, next week. And I guess my last line for today is, go reach for your stars. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Goddess. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.